Flexibility is great. That's why there's yoga. Flexibility for your insurance coverage is great too. That's why there's United Healthcare Insurance Plans. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, United Healthcare Insurance Plans offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. One of these plans may be right for you if you're, say, between jobs, coming off your parents' plan, turning a side hustle into a full hustle, or even missed open enrollment. Want more flexibility? Find out more about United Healthcare Insurance Plans at uh1.com. When you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second guess the ring. At BlueNile.com, you can design a one-of-a-kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. Choose your diamond and setting. When you find the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Welcome to Rosecast, the number one Bachelor in Paradise recap podcast, hosted by a male and racial best friend duo. Hey, Google, play Rosecast with Rim and AB. Just want to see if that works with anybody who's listening on their phone or something. <laughs> Do you want um, it to automatically play on their see on the? Yeah, button? give them a double dose. I like have that. this playing on two devices like at once. Or get the of, listens up. Yeah, that's how they count it. That's how it works. <laughs> yeah. I don't know either, frankly. Um, s- Bachelor in Paradise season six finale. AB, what did you make of this three-hour extravaganza? Something they didn't tell us. <laughs> they didn't tell us again, but this one was a pleasant surprise, Rim. You know, I was interested. I don't like after the final rose or, or gender tell-alls. I was very I pleasantly do. surprised. I know you do. I was pleasantly surprised by how interested I was in this from start to finish. For the most this part. This was jam-packed. Exactly. They didn't spend too much time on any one topic, even though there were some big topics to discuss. They spent the right amount of time, I think, on your right, on most of them. Yeah. It was so jam-packed, there was no mention of Nicole or Clay yeah. in the, after the final rose. Apparently, they filmed a segment. They didn't even show it. And someone on Twitter, I believe, pointed this out. No bloopers. They didn't even show bloopers. That's how packed it was. Yeah, that's surprising. You, you got to think they're going to put something out with some of that stuff. Why wouldn't they air any? I don't know. Make I it four s- hours <laughs> <That's> <laughs> right. next time. I need I need the bloopers and I need the clay and the coal. Should have been longer. Okay, uh, picking up. Let's get started. I'm going to try and see if we can get this done under an hour. No. <laughs> okay. Okay. Get real. Okay. <laughs> starting. Starting now. First two get minutes real. don't count. Starting now. Picking up where we left off. The couples going on dates. Here are the current couples. Clay and Nicole, Demi and Christian, Hannah and Dylan, Chris and Katie. Chris and Katie are first. If it feels like I'm running through this, AB, and you have something, a joke you want to get off or something to say, let me know. But I think we're going to try and... Bap, 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 bap. You see me going well, like you've this? Se- you've set a lofty goal, and now you I have to I already regret it. that. Yeah, I already <laughs> regret that. Um, Katie says she has no clarity as to where Chris is. Good word. Chris Chris feels like he's falling. I blame Katie for the clarity boom this season. <laughs> Chris feels like he's falling in love with Katie and is looking forward to their future together. I'm excited to show you that I won't falter. Katie is over the moon. What'd you make of this conversation and fantasy suite that followed? 
Chris told her everything she needed to hear, Rim. And it worked. I wasn't so sold on what Chris was saying. I, I just don't... You didn't... Something about him, you don't... It's hard to read the guy. Okay? So I didn't... I, I didn't know what... He, you're right. He's the lack of enthusiasm he's, throughout. He just stays even keeled throughout the whole process. So he's saying stuff like he's fallen in love, and I'm just not sure it's there with these two. I don't know. I was happy that he didn't break her heart, because I thought that was a chance that they wouldn't even go to the, the go to the uh, fantasy suites, but I wasn't sold on these two. That would have been funny. That would have been Tiger never changes his stripes situation. <laughs> yeah. Um, the fantasy suite card read as follows. Chris and Katie, the fantasy suite awaits. The choice is yours, <laughs> which sounded to me like a <laughs> ransom note, but they decided to go. Choose anyway. your own adventure. I didn't think. Yeah. The choice is yours. Left or right door. I didn't think he was going to break her heart but i did like i'm with you he didn't he didn't impress me with the speech <laughs> no, he didn't impress me no next up hannah and dylan um hannah's excited to see kind of where things go from here hey dylan is ready to take a bullet for her i think they're just a little you want to talk about not on the same level maybe page but not level what did you make of these two dylan says he's madly in love with her hannah surprisingly says well, not surprisingly, but first she says, I want to have our families involved before we got engaged, but I'm ready to get engaged, which uh, she's saying one thing, the she's way I, both I, her eyes, <laughs> her eyes are yep. telling me otherwise, <laughs> Rim, okay? So I'm, I get, I'm not sold, you're going to hear that a lot from me, I'm not sold on this couple either, <laughs> <laughs> leaving paradise, or I, I think they were going to have a good night, I I did think they were going to get engaged probably, um, before well, this there's conversation, no there's so, no stopping Dylan, there's no stopping Dylan, no, Dylan will do whatever Hannah wants him to do at this point, get engaged, uh, get married right there on paradise, anything he wants, anything she wants, he'll do, so... I think she was laying the groundwork to try and ward off a proposal a little bit. Yeah, the, I agree. We should talk to families was like, wink, wink, yeah. don't propose tomorrow. That's why yep. I took it at, at the time. Um, and, of course, the fantasy suite is implied. Demi and Christian, they love each other. Weren't sure if you're aware. They can't see your lives without one another. Do you have anything on this conversation? No, just beautiful. Love these two. I didn't. Yeah, I didn't either. Uh, fantasy suite implied. Clay and Nicole. Okay, here we go. There are, I feel like there are some things we still need to cover, Clay says. A little wishy-washy. I think you knew where this was going as soon as it started. A couple other things he mentioned. He's got reservations. Uh, he's not 100% sure. He doesn't want to do this even if he's only 95% sure, which is almost... This is a hundred in the words of the late great macho man that's almost a, i don't even know if he said that. that's almost a hundred percent better than a hundred percent i see i'm a million percent that is better than a hundred percent a million percent a million percent uh what did you make of this ab this is just percentages rim you know i'm into percentages and yep. clay wasn't a hundred percent so he couldn't he said he, he basically said he was 95% sure, but if they're going to take it to the next level, as they all like to say, <laughs> which means in for Clay and Nicole, it would mean her moving from Miami to Chicago to move in with him, which she seems ready to do, and 
get engaged. It's nothing less than that. That's the that is it's either that or they break up. That becomes pretty yep. clear right away. They either are moving in together and getting engaged tomorrow or they're breaking up. There's no in between. And Clay wasn't 100% there yet. So that's where they're that's uh, they're on different wavelengths right now. Nicole says, you've never made me feel unsure about our relationship until this very moment. I felt like their whole thing all season was Clay is unsure. If that's how I would have described their <laughs> relationship every week, that's what I would have said. You were just extremely jealous of Angela like a week ago. So how are you going to yeah. say that he's never felt you unsure about it, made you feel unsure about anything? Clay says, instead of the fantasy suite, they should take the night to think. I... I almost felt like he thought they should go to the fantasy suite and take the like talk. Maybe he didn't say that, but I thought that was a possibility. Nicole cries, she basically makes him leave. She's like, you want your space? Give you your space. I mean, they basically broke up that yeah. night. They weren't going to get engaged the next day. To me, this was just never going to work out. Clay is like the most docile. He's takes it way too slow for this world. And Nicole seems really impatient. And like you described last week is the boyfriend girl yeah uh what did you what did you think was going to happen were you surprised by anything that occurred here she was really really looking forward to being the engagement girl rim yep. and anything less than that was going to be big time problems for unacceptable this <laughs> yeah <laughs> and i think we all knew coming into today like did you ever think that clay was going to propose at the end of this i didn't i didn't think there's any chance. unless there's he a literal angela. gun to his head <laughs> he dated angela for months and you're telling me he's going to just propose to Nicole after a couple of weeks? I just I didn't see that happening. The next morning, Nicole kind of pretends to be shocked that Clay wanted to take things slowly. Keep in mind, she basically had to pry, quote, I'm falling for you out of his mouth with pliers like a <laughs> dentist appointment on their last date. So anyway, beach proposals the next morning. Clay, and Nicole, Clay sweating his ass off. Nicole's giving this huge speech about how much she loves yeah. him and he Nicole, can't even muster a smile AB <laughs> I said it last week I think Rim. Nicole continues to be the least informed person on what's happening <laughs> on the beach and she for some reason I think she forgot about what happened the night before because she seems to think there's going to be a proposal here why would you go to this if you're Nicole well, you know what's going to happen you I think, think he's going to change his mind I think she thought he was going to propose for some reason she just she she didn't ever really get a grasp on what was happening on the beach here, and she did not fully understand what was happening with Clay. Clay was not going to propose to you here. No. He didn't go home and think about it. When someone tells you they need to spend time apart and think about something, it never ends with like a good result for that couple. It always ends with them well, breaking Well, not eight up. hours later. They're not getting yeah. married eight, or engaged eight hours later. In her defense, maybe she thought maybe Clay will finally tell me he loves me. We won't get sure. engaged, but maybe he'll finally tell me he loves me. So she nope. asks him straight up, and he is not there yet. Uh, now, he says he's starting to fall in love with Nicole. I'm not there and he's yet. he's not he ready says. to get down on one knee, but he wants to leave paradise with Nicole, which should be, in my opinion, an option presented to the couples earlier in the season, not like uh, you're quitting or something. What did you make of this? He says he's not ready to move in together and get down on one knee. This seems very, very reasonable. Unsurprising but if you've been watching would, the show. Yeah, he said, but I would like to see where this goes. I could see you being someone that would be my wife and you're really special to me. 
but I'm not going to get engaged to right now. This seems, so basically he's asking her, let's get out of here and be a boyfriend, girlfriend in the real world and see where this goes. Let's not get engaged. Let's not rush it. And that wasn't what she wanted to hear. I th- Nicole kind of made this a binary choice for him. It was either get engaged or yeah. break up. Like you said, she said, I deserve love so deep. The ocean would be jealous. Yeah. Line of I the mean, night, in my opinion. When, <laughs> what do you mean line of the night? The, it, the ocean. You know how deep the ocean is? They the, beat the, the deepest thing really there deep. is. Yeah. That's so the ocean him, is I mean, a, a thinking thing. And it goes, man, Clay and Nicole really got something special. No, I'm jealous. See, when she said that, my eyes rolled back into my head room. <laughs> oh, you thought it was a prepared line, maybe? <laughs> <laughs> eyes rolling. It made me question everything about Nicole. For the record, I'm with you, obviously. Um, I think part of me wonders if Nicole is just kind of embarrassed that she was on she said i love you to clay it put it on the line and he didn't fully reciprocate so even if he's getting there or wants to keep going she was just annoyed that he's not there yeah. yet so she just said you know forget it i'm not going to do this with you because it's not unreasonable where clay was but it's not where she was so she said she cut the bait yeah that's fair i mean it's just what we all predicted moving on katie and chris uh the night went perfectly to my surprise Katie's giddy when it comes time to this proposal. Now you've seen Chris on more seasons than I have. What did you make of this speech? He seemed overwhelmed, not just by his experience with Katie, but this is like graduation day. Yeah. And you've been in college for seven years. It's all this moment right here. What'd you think? (laughs) He came full circle. It's all leading up to this. It was a big moment for Chris and the viewers who have watched him for all these seasons. He proposes great speech, choked up a little. She loved it. Great. I have here. Great. Exclamation point. (laughs) That's it. This was the couple I think I was most hopeful for. The paradise couple. I agree. One couple that made it, I do not consider a paradise couple, but this, I was on board with this couple and I had high hopes for him. It was beautiful. Chris finally got it figured out. He found someone that is an incredible girl and he couldn't let her go. Nope. And couldn't. It was beautiful. Under no to see. circumstances. Yep. It was great. It. Great moment. Hannah and Dylan. S- stay tuned. Stay tuned. <laughs> Hannah and Dylan. Dylan is obviously, I think, even, an even higher percentage of people who listen to the show are not watching than normal. So we do have to kind of be more obvious. Hannah and Dylan. Dylan is certain that these two are going to spend the rest of their lives together. Okay. It would be tough for me to swallow not getting engaged to her. We've come a really long way, AB, from I can't believe I'm talking to Hannah G from Instagram to engagement or bust tomorrow. How many many weeks later? What do you think of this uh, morning after and proposal? Spoiler alert. I mean, I don't want to be the bad guy here, Rim. The Dylan, oh, do I it. know Dylan's got a following, but... Oh, this is going to be bad. <laughs> <laughs> Here's the thing. You're already well, apologizing to people who said, like Dylan. <laughs> I want to apologize to the Dylan fans out there and Dylan. <laughs> Dylan personally, okay. We've said it all along, Rim. There's tiers of people. There's superstars. There's B-level guys. There's C-level people. Hannah Hannah was a superstar of this franchise. She almost was the Bachelorette. Okay, Dylan was a nobody. He was nowhere near the Bachelor. He's a nobody. He's a, he's he's a, a C-level player. So it's 
surprising to me that they ever got together. Now, it is a great move on Dylan's part to get engaged while you're on oh. Paradise before the emotions of Paradise and all this. The ring. The the huge ring, the cameras, the, the moment. So I get the feeling, despite Hannah saying pretty clearly that she did not want to get engaged because she wanted families to be involved, Dylan saw this as he needed to get engaged on Paradise because you never know what's going to happen once you get off of there. Kind of a trap in my eyes. Paradise <laughs> trap. Say tra- <laughs> Paradise trap. I'm with you on all that. He he had to do this. Do you think this was the his moment they step off and the cameras are off, if he in- asked her to be engaged, she would say yes? And, uh, the moment the cameras are off, you're saying? Moment the cameras are off. So let's say they're leaving Paradise. Yeah, they aren't engaged, and he asks her, "Does she say yes, or does she say?" Oh, you asked me. I need does more she time. say yes? Yes. Uh, more time. She said what she said on camera, which is, <laughs> not, I'm not. You know, we shouldn't do this. Yeah, we need to talk to our families. So anyway, she repeats what she said. She says, "I'm ready to make you a priority, Dylan." But and then repeats the concern about meeting the families, and yeah. because she's been burned in the past, like she had that kind of in her back pocket. Not an excuse, but an excuse. You know. So I took that as. I'm ready to leave here with you, but let's not get engaged. Yeah. I'm terrified about being broken again, she said. So Dylan's response to this was, I'll fly to Alabama tonight, meet your family, but I can't leave paradise without, quote, showing you how much I love you. Then he proposes, despite what yeah. she just said, and she accepted. It was crazy. I, w- I thought I missed something when I watched this. It's a paradise trap, Rem. She's not going to say no to Dylan. On the on the on this, she's not gonna. Even if she's not hundred percent sure about it, about the relationship, she's not gonna say no and be the bad girl that turned down Dylan on in his proposal. Yeah. She's not gonna Broke do Dylan's that. This heart, was, yeah, this was Hannah was in a bad situation. I don't think she wanted to get engaged right then, and she made that very clear. But Dylan made the move he had to do, which was use Paradise to his advantage. This in was the cameras. Immovable object, which is Dylan's uh, dead set on proposing, and the irresistible force. (laughs) Yeah, and he loves her. And the irresistible force, which was Hannah was never going to turn him down, even though she doesn't want him to propose. And uh, something happened that I just didn't expect to happen. Now, when it did go down, did you think these two are going to were still going to be together at the after show? I did. Um I was paying close attention to body language and the eyes of Hannah. And I, we saw four engagements here. Yeah. Spoiler. We saw four engagements. She was the least excited. I will say that. Okay. And it wasn't even close. We only saw three, right? We only saw three because Clay and Nicole didn't. And there's only four couples at the end. Okay. You're counting. We saw. You're counting Demi and Christians as the fourth. Okay. Yes, I am. I'm counting them twice. (laughs) I'm counting them twice. Okay. We saw four proposals. I saw the reactions of people that really wanted to be engaged and were deeply in love. And then I saw some that weren't. And Hannah was the one person who I did not see the excitement in. It was fake. And then she kind of realized, like, I got to turn it on a little bit. And it, it seemed a little fake to me. She didn't seem excited. Stay woke. I've got a, I've got a little thing to point out at the after show. Lastly, okay. Demi and Christian. Um, Chris teased this up by saying, let's see if they'll break up or stay together forever. Again, for the millionth time, these should not be the only two choices <laughs> <Yeah>. presented. 
I know you have to like build drama and anticipation. Like, you know, the, the stakes are really high, but do you want to know something about love Island? All the couples who made it to the end of love Island are still together. Happy. You know what I mean? So when you put the, these yeah. people in this, in this, this cauldron of love or it's over, your life is destroyed. You still follow work them? Out well. those, those kids no, are I having fun. No, I don't Rim. follow all of them. But I they do. are. They're, they're having a good time. I like kids those are kids. Fun. <laughs> I like those, <laughs> those kids. kids are having fun and they're still together. Um, it seems like Christian is certain about this commitment and Demi is a little more hesitant if only because she feels like she's not quote good enough for Christian. Now this was probably played up for drama. I never bought that. There was any, any uncertainty. Chance breaking up? No, yeah. I mean, I just, I just didn't. I'm um, with you. We haven't seen actual uncertainty about their future. The future of this couple, like we have with other couples, like the other three couples, we as viewers have seen and feel actual hesitancy we're we're talking like do you think they'll still be together i'm not even going to ask you that question no about this couple because you knew they would be um i didn't know they would get engaged but i knew they would still be together now um a great line from demi was i came here to find myself but i found myself in you she couldn't even wow. get it out she was like jesus a good line she almost cried at her own <laughs> line <laughs> It was good. It's a good line. It was beautiful. Demi got down on one knee, proposed a beautiful, beautiful scene. I loved it. This is what you watch for, folks. Uh, Christian says, you have to get a ring, too. And Demi replies, we're working on it. This a little something to know. A little eyebrow razor. <laughs> <laughs> um, like I said, this was the only one of the three couples where I wasn't like, uh, we'll see. I don't know. <laughs> we'll see <laughs> if we know? see any marriage here, if we see a wedding. You know, because the thing is, especially with, like you mentioned with Dylan and Hannah, you kind of want to see how it goes in the real world. Well, these two are from the real world. There's not, yeah. there's not that nervousness anymore. So anyway, three Absolutely. couples, pretty good. Three engagements on Paradise. Three engagements. I was surprised by. I was expecting one engagement coming into the night. I really was. Just one, and we got three. And who were you expecting it to be? Dylan and Hannah. Dylan no, and Hannah. just Dylan okay. and Hannah. I didn't see the other ones getting engaged, but they did, and it was beautiful. All of them were. In studio. They were all beautiful engagements. I think I under... We kind of glossed over our... Chris's speech and engagement was really almost it was moving. Good. It was yeah, good. it was good. Um, in studio. Let me list off all the people that are already seated. Annalise, Angela, Onyeka, Jordan, Cam, Connor... Sydney, Haley, Dean, Christian, Tajwan, Blake, John Paul Jones, Kaylin, Tasha, Dylan, Demi, Hannah, Derek, Christina, Mike. Oh, come on, the fucking crowd is going crazy. <laughs> AB, the crowd went wild, okay? By far, biggest cheer, it should be noted. Also, should be noted, Clay and Nicole not even there. You made a big prediction last week. You said, I don't even think these two will be on speaking terms. <laughs> and they, Was I wrong? <laughs> you were dead right. <laughs> I laughed are, at you and you were dead right. Those two will never speak again. <laughs> no, no, no. Never. It's They'll not going to go speak anywhere. again. I'm sorry. It's not going to go anywhere. It's no. going to be Clay going like, I just, I don't know. And Nicole being like, why aren't we married? And then, you know, you got to go your separate ways. Yeah, I'm sorry. It's not going anywhere. Okay. So they went through essentially every conflict that occurred on the show. In this first part, before any hot seats. I had forgotten about a lot of stuff. This has just been, there's been so many storylines on this season of Bachelor in Paradise. I felt he was moving really fast through the first couple of things that were big deals. 
anybody who any conflict that didn't require a hot seat, they pushed it all right here. And yeah, he flew through them. And frankly, we're going to do the same. Derek and John Paul Jones. Do you want to talk about this, A.B.? The, the, I feel like nothing changed for the most part. No, I. the only thing I, I was confused about, Derek said something about how it, I'm glad everything came out and it turned out to be unfounded what John Paul Jones says. Did did you gather? No. Was there something we I'm missing here? <laughs> I, uh, me, the viewer, I believed everything John Paul Jones said. <laughs> And I didn't see anything different. So there's no way we can't have proof otherwise, because the the core of this conflict is a conversation that occurred between them verbally. Yeah. So there's no record of anything. I just didn't know if I missed some sort of resolution here with Derek that uh, cleared him of no. of the stuff that John Paul Jones said. Okay, I th- I think he was referring to John Paul Jones in his to the camera moment thing interview said, "I have no proof." And then I think Derek took that to mean is like, see, told you. And it's like, no, oh. it doesn't mean it didn't occur. <laughs> um, Cam and Jordan jump in. So I was out pretty quickly when those two started interrupting. <laughs> uh, and that's all I have on that. Yeah, not much Conflict. there. Haley and Tajwan. I have here. No one cares. Do you care about Haley versus Tajwan? No, you skipped the part about Jordan and Christian, though. Do you have anything to say about that? And no, that's Chris? next. I got them. Okay. I okay. also have here. Don't care about Jordan and Christian. Not really. I was. I was. I kind of. My. It was a little disheartening when Mike popped in. He was, it was ex- funny, uh, exasperated, but there were some funny moments. Chris had the big beefy bouncers there. I thought that was kind of <laughs> funny. Beefcakes. Those guys ready were to serious. In. Those guys were serious about protecting Bachelor Nation. Um. Jordan tries to get into it with Mike for some reason and kind of threatens Mike. And I just would like to know. I just like, you know who you're talking to right now? I just just (laughs) would know, like, it's one thing to body slam Christian. It's another thing to come at big, big, beefy Mike. Mike. Yeah. Uh, I don't think you're doing anything, Jordan. Mike's torso is bigger than Christian. Uh, Taysha and Haley. The only relevant thing here was. Jordan, I don't, this conflict, I don't even remember. I don't think it needed to be addressed on After the Final Rose at all. The only relevant thing here is Jordan kind of acted like the voice of the viewer and was like, hey, can you guys just stop hanging out before the show and planning shit and stop Instagramming each other? Just like, (laughs) it's not as fun for the viewers. He stopped sort of saying that, but it sure seemed like it. Um, Cam agreed. The people who weren't invited to Stagecoach were like, hey, don't do this anymore. So I understand that. Can we all quit going to Stagecoach or invite everybody? (laughs) Come on. If everybody's not, it was like a third grade uh, elementary school birthday party situation. Like, we're not going to invite everybody. Don't have it. And then Onyeka called Cam out for asking to go to her Cam birthday party owned. the week before. Yeah, he got, Cam he got, got body owned. slammed. Nothing yeah, to say. <laughs> nothing to say. At this point, Chris Harrison was flying through these topics. It was about, I don't know, 45 minutes into the three-hour episode. I was very confused how this was going to make it into three hours. Dean and Kaylin up next. I'm confused as to how this is going to make it under an hour. I'm not expecting it to. <laughs> Dean and Kaylin. Uh, they're cordial with Connor. They're still together. She surprisingly loves van life. My takeaway is these two represent what the show should be about. These fe- these two felt like a Love Island couple, right? They're just a couple yeah. that met, started a relationship. Now they're in the real world, hanging out. And maybe they'll get married one day, maybe not. That's and what it I sounds think. like Connor and Whitney. Uh, kind of Connor the... 
leftovers from that Dean Kalen relationship found someone and they said they're still talking. So that's great too. Another good couple. I'm not sure why she wasn't allowed to sit with the others. Whitney. Well, she didn't ever get on the beach. There's rules to paradise. I was just going to say you're hardcore rules guy here. You have to know there's rules. (laughs) So if you walk in and you don't go on your first date. She didn't. She had a date That's card. Fair. She didn't use her first date card. I would say that disqualifies you from the Bachelor in Paradise reunion show. Rules are rules. That's. I like that a lot. Before we get to the big, the first big hot seat, Blake in the hot seat. Let's take a quick break. Maybe our earliest break ever. Wow. Because we're flying through. See you on the other side. If you thought the only way to get a more defined jawline with natural-looking results was through surgery, think again. Juvederm Volux XC is a non-surgical injectable gel filler that improves moderate to severe loss of jawline definition and can help you achieve natural-looking results with little downtime. Even better, this improved definition lasts up to one year with optimal treatment. No maintenance required. Improve jawline definition for a smooth, sculpted look with Juvederm Volux XC. For important safety information and to find a licensed specialist, visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Not for people with severe allergic reactions, allergies to lidocaine, or the proteins used in Juvederm. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. There's a risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. Talk to a licensed specialist to find out if it's right for you. When you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second-guess the ring. At BlueNile.com, you can design a one-of-a-kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. Choose your diamond and setting. When you find the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. It's very likely there wasn't an ad just now. So if you skipped ahead too far, I feel bad for you. But, you know, late in the season, they're not all sold. Okay, Blake, hot seat. This guy was linked to the Mount Rushmore of recent babes in the franchise. Kaylin, Christina, Hannah G, a little bit of Tasha. We're talking A-list here's Rim. You want to talk about A-listers? Superstars as you talking, would describe them. We're talking these girls. Big names. Big numbers. Instagram followers. Blake admits <laughs> that he should have told Christina about the Kaylin thing earlier than he did. Apparently he said it 3 days before filming. Okay. Um I have a lot of notes here. I'm scared to say some of my opinion on this because I don't want to get pelted with tomatoes on the streets. Okay. (laughs) But he says, even though we visited Hannah in Birmingham, people forget that. They didn't hook up, nor did they plan to take their relationship to paradise. I thought it was interesting that Chris asked Blake that. You know, Chris, Chris doesn't of, acknowledge the off-screen stuff as much. You Chris know? came out, flat out asked him, did you and Hannah have a plan to come on Paradise and be together? And I thought that was interesting. He also straight up says, I've never, you've had the biggest fall from grace of anybody in the show history, essentially. Hey, Chris had a good 
this was a good reunion for Chris. He asked good questions. He had yeah. funny one-liners. He uh, hit he hit him with, you know, he made fun of him a little bit. A lot of contestants. It was he did a great job. This is why they pay him the big bucks. The he let the conflicts breathe breathe when mm-hmm. needed and cut him off when needed. Kept control. Uh, Blake, for the record, has kind of been almost embarrassingly apologetic. Now, for this since we saw in Paradise and through this reunion, he's apologized because I think not because he's sorry is not the number one priority, but he's I think he was shocked by how his reputation kind of cratered in on top of him. He wasn't yeah. expecting it, but he still seems sorry, I think, for the way he handled some things. Agreed. Now, enter Kalen. Now, a quick refresher. Kalen made a lot of claims on the early episodes of Paradise. Blake then did what he thought was necessary to refute those claims by releasing text conversations between them, painting their scenario in a different light than Kalen did. That he got a lot of heat for that. He deleted them, of course. Um, and it was an I thought it was an interesting discussion to have. In whether or not he should have done that. Go ahead. I found it interesting when they talked about some of the, uh, again, off-screen stuff. Before he sent the messages, it sounds like he reached out to Dean and Kalen and probably some other people and told them he was going to do it. And yeah. he seemed to understand that this was probably a bad move, but he still <laughs> decided that it was the only option to clear his name. Dean kept, or excuse me, Blake kept saying, I didn't think, you know, you would get harassed on the internet because I did this. That's tough to believe. Now, it's really tough to believe. I can see at the same time, too, it's, you know, he was dragged through the mud, too, and I'm sure he got his fair share of shit on the internet for the way he was portrayed in those early episodes. But I I think where we came off was when this came out a couple weeks ago. I can understand why he felt the need to do that. Probably not something I would have done. I think you got to kind of take the hot, take this one on the chin, I suppose. Anyway, um, through the text messages, we found that Kalen said, quote, about their hookup at Stagecoach. It's not a big deal if we don't make it a big deal. So, of course, Blake didn't make it a big deal in Paradise. And then Kalen's main reason for being upset with Blake was that he didn't really acknowledge her on the beach, which... Blake probably thought, okay, I'm not making this a big deal. This is what we discuss. Kalen says she regrets, quote, exploding. And then Kalen says Blake only released texts that made him look good. And that's not fair. Now, if I'm her and there are texts that prove he's lying. Release them texts. The seal is already broken. So you (laughs) might as well just get down in the mud. You know what I mean? (laughs) It's time to get down and wrestle in the mud. I'm with you there. So and even to say oh, they only made you look good. Well, it's like they, those things still occurred. You know, I don't want to read every text Blake sent for an entire summer. You know what I mean? <laughs> anyway, go ahead. So where did you, where'd you end then? Um, It sounds like you're with me. Let me tell you what I think, and you can either agree or disagree, Rim. Okay. Blake is, he's right and he's wrong. And that's teetering the fence there a little bit, but yeah. it's, it is wrong to release private text messages. That's that seems shady to me. It doesn't it sounds like he reached out to her and did not get approval to to send those out. So <laughs> for sure. 
obviously it, she didn't he didn't blindside her necessarily but i don't think anyone anticipates their text messages to get blasted on the internet to millions of people um but with that being said i'm still struggling in my head to come up with a, another way he could have cleared himself yeah of what she was saying like if if you remember she was flat out lying about him and making him look really really bad for like two full episodes so i can understand what pushed him to do that but like you said i i think there probably was another way to do it somehow i just don't know what that was the two big claims that Kalen made were that he basically tricked her into sleeping with him kind of and yeah. then kind of pulled I mean, the rug are, out from underneath big these were big claims against reputation Blake shattering claims absolutely if they're true and then basically seduced you know and and kind of pulled the rug out from underneath her when she was expecting something more it was implied and that he told her and this is kind of even worse and that he told her to keep quiet about it afterwards you're not allowed to tell anyone as blake said silencing her in reality kaylin was the one who wanted the nose pushed for the no strings attached hookup and then said it's not a big deal if we don't make it a big deal so the opposite of what she was saying on television right yeah and despite everyone kind of knowing the facts now everyone blake was on an island here there was no like hey two wrongs don't make a right or no hey kaylin you know you did make some stuff up about the situation everyone was on kaylin's side saying like blake you know finger wagging and you got to apologize um and he did but it just it seems strange to me i mean it's tough to this is not the audience or the forum to make the girl who's crying feel even worse. So no one was going to say yeah. like, Kaylin, why'd you, you know, completely mischaracterize the situation. But it was, uh, I just, yeah, I, it was, I'm with you. Two wrongs don't make a right. I wouldn't have released those, exactly. but I can understand why he felt the need to. I think they were both in the wrong. Obviously she lied about him. Um, how he was acting that whole time was scummy, but I think some of the stuff was just a little overstated by some of the cast members and Kalen and Blake. Like They were talking about how he slut-shamed her. I don't really see how that's slut-shaming when it's already out that they hooked up. Yeah. And she said that. So I don't really... I, I don't know. It seemed like a lot was getting blown up about something that shouldn't have been that big a deal. Believe it or not, A.B., the cast members of The Bachelor have taken a commonly used phrase and distorted its meaning beyond repair. So the words, <laughs> the term slut shame has been not used correctly, I think, on the show this season. Anyway, um, it, let me see if I understand it. It's make it's making someone feel bad about hooking woman, up with typically. someone else, usually yes. a woman. Right. Yes. So I don't see that being what this was necessarily. No. Maybe crazies on the internet might have after he released the text, but the the shaming was, hey, you lied about uh, everything that occurred with Blake. That's something to apologize for. Anyway, it's we could talk about that all day. It's Blake's an interesting an idiot. discussion. Blake's, Blake's an, an idiot. idiot. Blake's absolutely Kaylin, an idiot. There's no <laughs> question about that. About, <laughs> Kalen lied about some stuff, and Blake's an idiot. 
That's the that's yeah. what I came away thinking, and not not much changed really from this whole conversation. No, not it, from listen, where I sat the, before this. The the one funny part about this whole not funny uh, conversation was basically they're all begging Blake to apologize, and he refuses to apologize for <laughs> releasing those text messages, which is the one thing he definitely should apologize for. What did he say? He apologizes that she got killed on the internet and for basically ruining paradise for other people, which is true. But he, yeah, he did not apologize he for releasing the text. He said, I'm sorry if they make you feel that way, which when you say I'm sorry for how that makes you feel, that means you're not sorry know. for what you did. You know, hey, he pulled the trigger and he's sorry. He's not sorry. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, a uh, quick segment. Couples from the old days. Crystal and Chris. Now, I am a man who looks better with a beard. Everyone knows facts. that. Those are the big <laughs> okay. facts. I go from like a six to a two shaved. <laughs> I didn't go that far, goose, but sure. Goose. Well, thanks, AP. Goose. Chris the Goose goes from, let's say a seven no, I go a, higher than that. To a, a negative integer. <laughs> no one looks more different, clean shaven, than Goose. He looks like a young Ron Perlman. It didn't look like the same person. Okay, and he doesn't have Strange. a thick. He didn't have a thick beard. Like you have a pretty thick beard. No. He doesn't. Have, no. he, didn't, he just had like stubble. And well, some it's the reason, same thing with Nick Vile. Nick Vile looks so much better with just a little bit, just yeah. some dusting. It's incredible. Just some color. It's truly yeah. incredible it how he did. Shocking to see. Yeah. Shocking to see. Um, Carly and Evan, they had kids. Jaden Tanner had kids. That's in it. Uh, Jaden Tanner didn't just have kids. Rim. They have. They had a kid. She, her latest kid was in the okay. closet. Rim. Yeah. We, he talked about this on the finale of The Bachelorette. Yeah, but we saw a video. Oh, gross. Um, no. <laughs> <laughs> I just think my main takeaway is I think it's incredible. We got to get under an hour, AB. I think it's absolutely mind-boggling every time I see human beings that exist only because Bachelor in Paradise is a TV show. That's wild to me. All right. Um, anything else on that? No, I parent- just wanted you got to... parenting takes? I got, I got a take. Uh, oh. Jaden Tanner just had the kid in the closet. Tanner <laughs> recorded, like, immediately after the baby was born. Yeah. What's the, what's the moratorium on that? I feel like that was in bad taste. Like, the emotions are running high. She, she, I don't think she wanted that recording. Like, <laughs> you just had a baby in the closet. Let me go get my camera so I can get some footage for Chris Harrison. Like, no. Nah, hey, man. That doesn't sit with me right. What about the check, though? How about when that check came through? <laughs> That's true. Good point. <laughs> that check was the mortgage for a year. I mean, hey, people document stuff on their phones now. What can you do? I tell you, these kids, we're probably older than both of them. Tasha in the hot seat. She said she made a mistake saying goodbye to John Paul Jones. So she flew to Maryland to see him after filming. What did you make of this surprise interaction? I didn't see this coming, Rim. I really didn't. I thought you definitely saw this coming. You thought John Paul Jones and Tasha were going to be back together. I, I didn't to see them having the. I didn't. I didn't know anything about the her flying out Maryland. and being on camera yeah. and all this stuff. I thought. I thought maybe something was still going to be there with them, but I was pleasantly surprised to see that they had some footage of what was happening between these two. I thought it was a cute re- reunion. Absolutely. JPJ in you know classic Shakespearean way asks if she'll be his girlfriend. It was cute. She looked happy. He looked happy. They're happily together. 
Incredible. The interesting thing, I want, uh, I found it funny. Tasia was like acting nervous that John Paul Jones might turn yeah. her down. Oh, Have yeah, you ever yeah, seen please. a more Slam clear the door, situation if the, of someone f- taking this step, you know, making the big grand gesture to see if they can win you back and it being more obvious that the person was going to say yes? There was no chance John Paul Jones was going to turn her down. John Paul Jones, 20 years from now, could be married with children and Tasha could knock on the door and he'd <laughs> leave it. <laughs> He'd leave it all. He would would risk it all, and it doesn't matter what that all is. He would risk everything in his life at any given moment for Tasha. Period. Uh, He did get on one knee to say some Shakespeare poem about how much he loved her, which was also really cute, but it was obviously producers like hey do something on a knee so we yeah. can have that footage because i'm an idiot and i was like john paul jones is gonna propose to Tasha. Now, yeah once they started playing that tape i'm like oh he's gonna propose i also no- i noticed i was watching eyes a lot okay rim big into reading eyes didn't she just kill me for that like two weeks ago <laughs> big into reading <laughs> eyes rim i was reading hey, the see? eyes of Tasha. And I think she was expecting and would have said yes to a proposal. She was tearing up. Okay? Happy tears. Wow. John Paul Jones might have missed his shot. (laughs) I was talking about Bachelor in Paradise (laughs) engagements. This was after the final rose engagement shot for John Paul Jones to to really lock in his relationship with Tasha, And I think he missed it. No, he's going to do it like at medieval times or something. Just on a Tuesday night, he'll just be overcome. <laughs> do you know what medieval times is, A.B.? It's that old, uh, you know, Shakespearean era restaurant where you eat turkey legs with your hands. You know what I'm talking about? It's big city stuff. Is that a anyway, real rest? There's a restaurant called yeah, that? Yeah, medieval. Look it up. Um, quick reminder. We're a spoiler-free show, okay, in all areas. So please, if you know spoilers of any kind, don't send them to us. Yeah, don't want to know. Having said that, there are rumors that JPJ. No, quick spoiler. <laughs> that JPJ and Tasha are no longer together. There are rumors. Oh gosh, well, which would make I, me sad. That's not a spoiler because they're not going to be on TV. That's just like that's it's just not a. Sp- it's not a spoiler, but it was That's sent like reality during TV the segment. <laughs> it's like let me enjoy oh, this okay. segment yeah, at least let, before. Yeah, I'm with you. All right, next up, Katie in the hot seat. I have a surprising amount of notes on this, A.B. Well, it's our favorite girl. Yes. Yes. Um, So this is a good news, bad news situation for me. Um, (laughs) 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 She says communication with Chris has been difficult since filming. She's exhausted. She's not wearing her engagement ring, but they are still engaged. This is a classic. Never heard of that. I was going to ask you, what's the decorum there? I've never heard of that either. Um, if you're, just not, keep if it you're on. still engaged, I don't understand why you take the ring off. The only reason to take that ring off is to throw it in his face when you're breaking up for good. Can I tell you what I really think? I think she took it off. I think she was, I hate she was doing t- this, but I think she was producers. prodded to take it oh, off for sure. before going out so There's they can no have question. the do you want your ring back moment. You know no what I mean? question. Absolutely. This is a classic one person puts in way more effort situation these relationships are untenable in the long term okay agreed chris tells everyone else he loves katie but he doesn't show katie enough a couple quotes i fell in love with potential that may never come to fruition that's bad and she's crying you don't you don't engage on like a me never been engaged i wouldn't do it on like a 
50-50 bet. <laughs> yeah, prospect. Know what's gonna work. You don't want yeah, like pre- <laughs> you don't want you the know. big the prospect who might turn into something great. Yeah, I don't want to get engaged to Yi Jian Leon. This is not the <laughs> mid round of the NBA draft. Okay? Yeah, I need I to want be a sure fire. All right? Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I'm, I'm not taking you. a risk with the number one pick. Um, she said, "I'm usually really happy, and I feel like I've listened to this." She this said, "I'm usually bad. really happy." This was this <laughs> this. Hit me hard. This line you're about to say hit me really hard. I was like, oh my god! Oh my god! <laughs> on my chest, I felt this on my chest. She goes, "I'm usually really happy, and I feel like I've come to a darkness." Wow. Okay. Katie Palpatine. All right. It's she's. There's no coming back from this. No, this is bad. This is bad. Hate to hate to see it. I wrote that. This is bad. This is capital B A D. I did too. B A D capital. Yep. Chris comes out. Booze, um, <laughs> booze, booze from the, the Katie boys. We would have been booing. We would have been booing. We gotta, we gotta come to one of these with a whiteboard so we have different messages. Yeah. He did not show a ton of enthusiasm here. Under his breath, he looks at her at one point and he goes, "I didn't expect all this. Like, what the fuck are you doing? He'd be, why what did you make you, of this conversation? Why are you airing our dirty laundry on national <laughs> yeah. television?" Chris seemed a little a little blindsided by it. He even says that later. Um, I mean, what we're talking about here is it's like we said last week, the love languages, Rim. You know, I'm a yep. love language doctor. Sure. Yeah. Katie is an affectionate person who likes to verbally show her love to someone else. And Chris doesn't have a love language and he might die alone. <laughs> <laughs> okay. You In a weird way... <laughs> You were right about that, that fake one. note last week. Yeah. <laughs> um, do you think Chris had any idea this was coming? No, I don't think he. Th- I don't think he thought she was going to talk about the real life stuff. Yep. Here, I. I don't think he. I think. I don't, and that goes into their relationship. Like, why didn't you guys talk about what you're gonna say? It's crazy. It's crazy. Why I didn't think- you call each other and go through like? how this is going to go. We're not just going to yeah. wing it. She, I don't think she wung it, but I think when she walked out there and Chris was backstage watching on the closed circuit TV, I don't think, I think he was shocked by what she was saying. And that's what it seemed like when he came out, he was just, Katie says, I've been blessed to have never been in a relationship like this. This is who you're engaged to. And you're like, thank God I've never had to Blessed. go through this before. She's never felt so this insecure. This was brutal. This was only a little worse than Nick and Vanessa at their finale, where you just knew this couple was doomed. Doomed. And I, th- I think these two are doomed. Um, at the end, though, Chris asked Katie if, you know, they talk it out. You know, Chris says what he needed to say. On camera, yeah. But he didn't love how he needed to love AB, okay? It didn't, no. I didn't buy it. I didn't buy it. Um, what did you make of bringing the, bringing the ring back and then their, their discussion in the parking lot? <laughs> the parking lot discussion is when you really got a sense. I mean, obviously, they both knew they were on cameras, but for some reason, Chris's tone changed. And yeah. you got an insight into what home life with Chris is going to be. And it's a little angry, in my opinion. Uncommunicative. He's angry and he's just like, you should know why I'm upset. And then that's the discussion. You know what I mean? And Katie is, as we know, the opposite of that. Chris says he's blindsided. 
he's blindsided. Katie's like, no, I told you all these things multiple times. How is that blindsiding you? And he's like, yeah, you did. And then he stormed <laughs> off. <laughs> just these people using terms wrongly. I think he just meant I can't. I'm, I didn't know you were going to do that. I thought we were going to put on the happy face for the yeah. show. Agreed. But man, she went out and just kept it real on him and they're i think they are toast they're now not. katie's instagram photo indicates they're still together but even the caption is like yeah i don't know i feel like you should uh get out of this i mean here's the thing it sounds like katie has tried and brought these things up in real life and some people i saw online were like why would katie bring this up but i think this was i took this as a last ditch effort for katie's like none of this oh, other yeah. shit's working yeah. with chris this dumbass chris so i'm gonna just, i'm gonna put him on blast kill him on see tv if that changes, yeah. yeah i'm gonna put him on blast here i don't hate and it see if it changes something i last attempt if it doesn't we'll break up if it does hopefully this grand move by me of calling him out in front of america will work and he'll realize he's gonna lose me that's how i took it no, I'm a Katie apologist, so obviously I'm yeah, going to no, defend like her that. every move. Props to Katie for coming up with that. Big plan. time. Yeah. The These two should have... This is a prime example of a couple that should have left together unengaged. Agreed. I think they yeah. would have a better shot at getting engaged down the line if they did that. Now I think they're toast because their expectations are just at a different level and they're just not on the same page, to use an old term. So sad to see, but also, what's up? Dylan and Hannah in the hot seat together. They're happy. Okay. Yeah. Wake me up when this couple is done. Let me say, let me say one thing and then you give me your piece. That's first of all, that's crazy to not even like this couple. I mean, I feel like they're a likable couple. I like them. I just, I don't put, it puts me to sleep. Hannah, if you're Hannah, it must be nice to have someone who actually worships the ground you walk on. That's gotta be nice. Um, Dylan says Hannah's moving to California, so we'll be closer to each other. Just a heads up. We've already said this, but she was already planning to move to California. That has nothing to do with this engagement. That's true, but the way he said it, too, are they living together? You're engaged. No, they're not living together. I don't know. I don't, I don't know for sure. Not how the I way he phrased it. it made it seem like, yeah, the way he phrased it. The other thing is, you didn't see Hannah's ring. Her left oh. hand was kind of in her lap under her other arm. Holding. Really? I did not see Hannah's ring. And they would have okay. made a big deal of showing it because get the Neil Lane dollars. I That's ended what I this, saw. I agree. I ended this conversation saying these two aren't going to make it. I don't know why I said that, uh, but that's how I felt. What about the eyes? The eyes? Oh, I, you, <laughs> you said you had something for me here. What about the eye? What no, about, not, what did I you... already told you the eyes with Hannah. Her eyes are, okay. she doesn't seem, there's no joy in them when she's talking about Dylan, like I see with other people. <laughs> that there's De joy in Dylan's. When Demi and Christian look at being. each other, or when Dylan looks at Hannah, there's yep. there's just a joy. You can, you can smile with your eyes, Rim, and Hannah's never smiling with her eyes. She's always thinking through. Oh. I think it's calculated. It seems calculated. Tough. With, yeah. Tough. Mm -hmm. Well. I I'm not sure I would go that far, but I I'm skeptical. Do I'll believe think, it when I see it. Do you they think they will be married? No. Okay. No. I mean. Wow. No. Well, I, I wouldn't rule it out though. You seem to be completely ruling it out. 
No, I mean, I wouldn't be stunned if they got married, but I just don't see it happening at this point. I don't think she's as into him as, as he is to her, and that's going to eventually, no. that's that's going to be a problem. You can't always be in a relationship where one person likes the other person way more. Yeah, the, the Piper's going to come calling yeah. at some point, and Dylan might get, Dylan might get fed up. He, he weathered the storm. First episode recap, we were like, this guy's going to have to weather the storm. He did. And he he did. weathered it. Yeah. But now he's, you know, grass isn't always greener, I suppose. I don't know here's if that the applies. Thing to anyway. note, here's the thing to note about us. We're always wrong. Yeah. Rim and AB are always People wrong. People listen to us because we're right. No. Okay, that's not so why. D- <laughs> no, we're we're dead wrong about, about most all the, every single couple we have not liked, save for Nick and Vanessa, have yep. ended up being great couples who are going to spend a Happily long, long time together. Yep. No, it's true. And the ones we loved are done. Graveyard. By the way. Yeah. Yeah, we have like a 0% correct (laughs) prediction rate. It's not good. It's not a good prediction rate. I feel pretty confident about this couple, though. Demi and Christian. I do, too. Uh, Believe Shocker, they're still together. I found it interesting. Christian doesn't always follow the company line a lot of times. Uh, She said Demi has been talking about going on Paradise for basically longer than they've been dating for as long as she's known her which does kind of feed into the was this kind of hatched yeah um theory uh christian gives a little speech about how great demi is then proposes demi gets a ring everybody is happy what did you make of this ap one funny thing is Christian says Demi's just moving L.A. to be closer. It get, lets you know about how I how biased I am on certain things. I'm like, oh, that, yeah, that makes sense. Even though I just roasted <laughs> <laughs> Hannah and yeah. Dylan for saying the same thing. I'm like, oh, yeah, she she had to move closer. <laughs> Obviously, Demi was probably trying to move there, too, for the same she exact reason Hannah was. But when she said that, I'm like, wow, that's cute. I'm glad yep. they're moving close together. Because it's real. Because it's a re- these two are actually in love with each other and they were before it's just i'm with you though it's funny any other takeaways on the i mean that was the last couple we saw do you have anything more to say about them or any other couple i thought the whole segment of christian and demi was was beautiful they each kind of told the other what they loved about the other person it was real things uh It was, you can just tell these two have actual things like these are actual things that they know like about each other. Things, yeah. yeah, these are people that know each other and, and could be, you know, in the stage of getting engaged, unlike most of the other couples. Yeah, I thought it was beautiful. Um, it is, I mean, it is kind of great. There were two, pro- so Demi proposed to Christian on the beach, and then Christian proposed to Demi on mm-hmm. the after show. Um, it's kind of crazy to think that this show ended a paradise reunion with a lesbian proposal. Okay. That's like five years ago. Unimaginable. Of course. Yeah. I will be interested to see if where they go from here is the, is the next thing, right? Like, are they gonna, is this, are you just going to go back to the shit you've been doing for the last 15 years? Or are you going to keep growing as a franchise? I will. I'll be interested to see if they have if they have traditionally less palatable people in less traditionally palatable relationships. For example, Demi and Christian are both like blonde bombshells. That's a pretty easy thing to show if you're showing a same-sex couple yeah. than some other people who don't meet the traditional standards of 
beauty on the franchise if they're going to show that or if they have uh, two guys, you know, get engaged on Bachelor in Paradise. I don't know when that'll happen or if it'll happen, but I just want to see like how they seem to be really proud of this. So I feel like they are checking a box that'll get them through the next 10 years. You know what I mean? They've they've earned yeah, this credit I, now so that they can not do anything for a listen, while. Listen, them doing this, I'm not going to give them much props for that until I see it being more than just a one-time thing from this franchise. I I mean, it's it's got to be more. You got to keep going with it and it's you got to keep representing more people with this franchise and who's on the show and I'm not sure if that's going to happen or not. At the end of the day, you know, Big companies, ABC, The Bachelor, they don't make decisions for the most part out of the goodness of their heart. It's what's best for business, right? Like Black Panther wasn't made because Disney wanted to be just nice. You know, they realize, okay, whoa, we can make a billion dollars here. That's better than it not happening at all, but that's what drives, that's what motivates their decision. So when we go to the new Bachelor, who is in a shocking twist and a big win for the whites, Pilot Pete Weber. <laughs> now, you can you can kind of say like, oh, it should have been Mike for A, B, and C reason, but the fact is like, Pete is probably better for business, even though Twitter replies might have you think otherwise. The reality is like, Peter is, they're probably just more comfortable going with a safe Peter choice. I think he'll be fine. He's not that exciting to me. Um, I That's think, what I, you know, he'll be fine. I don't, I don't want to make this seem like an, anti-peter rant i would have preferred another bachelor but they announced just, peter was the bachelor in the after yeah. show i guess i didn't say that go ahead it's a good thing we have three months before let things calm down i'm sure peter will do fine it's just they had a chance to do something different and they didn't take it and i didn't think they had an overwhelmingly you know good choice like i don't think peter was has that juice to him no that no that thing that stands out on television, like it's just kind of just then uh, one of a uh, normal dude. He'll be good. I'm sure yeah, he'll, he'll be, be good. good. And you know, he's he'll got a good backstory. He's a pilot for Christ's sake. That's going to be beautiful. Uh, good looking guy going on. He's going to be flying yeah. all over the place in his private jets. We're probably going to see more of his person. This always happens. We always see more of the person's personality when they're the lead and end up liking them more for the most part. Colton and Hannah. I think Peter's probably funnier than we saw on the show. Agreed. Um, so he'll be fine. But it is just kind of like, God, if you were ever going to do it, I think I just figured Mike would have been the one who would be palatable to the masses, but they decided to go a different route. I just I just don't know if not this situation when there's not like this overwhelming fan favorite. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. Why would you? There was no Peter Krause here where people were like climbing up buildings like World War Z to try and get to the guy. <laughs> you know, it's just Pete. Like, it's just Pete. We even said a couple of weeks ago, we were like, it can't be Pete. He's too boring and like no one cares. Yeah. Anyway. Do you have anything to say are. about the Pete interview or uh, crowd reaction or anything? Peter that? grew up in the back door of the mansion. Uh, sounds so like they're going to save a, on gas, I guess. I don't understand a, why that is real, important. Yeah, real every man here, Rim, a normal guy <laughs> lives in the back door to the bachelor mansion. Yeah. I mean, he's, he's not that close, but yeah. Uh, anyway, you know, Peter will be fine. It's not really about, it won't be about Peter. The show's about the contestants always has been always Absolutely. Will be for the most part. Hannah might've changed that a little bit, but it's still about the contestants. January 6th, new season. 
We'll be back recapping it, of course, but only if you share this episode with 50 of your friends. Okay, let's go to the mailbag. AB 773-234-7794. We did not make it under an hour. I apologize for setting that expectation. Last week's question. Who do you have the biggest change of heart about? This is from Alex, not you. My biggest change of heart was about Clay. I loved him before and now I can't stand him. He's been so immature and it's absurd about how he goes around whining about how he shouldn't be on the beach, how she shouldn't be on the beach, Angela, and being all upset Hmm. on the beach with his ex as if everyone in Bachelor Nation hasn't dated each other. Thank you, Alex. This is Michelle. I have two people who I've changed my mind on the most this season, Nicole and Taysha. They went from good vibes to bad vibes. Taysha? Nicole Nicole and Taysha. They went from good vibes to bad vibes. Taysha okay. Adams? Taysha, bad vibes. Okay. She had a bad episode in there. Michelle will enumerate. Okay. Did I say who this is from? Michelle from Michelle, the yeah. old DFW? Nicole went down for me when she was playing Jordan, Clay, and Christian against each other and asked for them to fight each other. I don't remember the ask, but um, <laughs> she completely <laughs> she lost me. She definitely wasn't upset about them no, fighting no, no, each no, other. No, 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 no. <laughs> oh, let's see what happens here. She completely lost me when she was being a mean girl about Angela, even after Clay asked her to stop. Taisha went down in my eyes when she participated in mean girl activities with Nicole. Then I lost all respect for her when she essentially condoned JPJ's bad behavior at the wedding and tore Derek by rewarding him with her affection. Definitely sent him the wrong message. That was kind of weird. Taisha was bent out of shape about the Derek and Jan Paul Jones situation and then ended up with one of them anyway. Yeah. She got over it. Yeah. Tatiana from Virginia. The Clips. As for the (laughs) question from last week, a person I did a complete 180 on was Blake. I could not stand him on Becca's season and never got the love, but I was completely on his side on the Kalen situation. He had no other choice but to release those texts to prove what had happened. If not, Kalen would have continued to play the victim and never even apologize. And I truly believe if she had other texts she would put that would put him in a bad light, she would have shared them by now. Thank you, Tatiana. Um, this is Ariane from Ohio. Also, Blake. He was so whiny, mopey, and unattractive on Bachelor in Paradise. I thought he was a catch after Be- Becca's okay. season, but that's certainly... See what I'm saying? They're both Dude, Blake. Dude, those are... You got Topsy Turvy. Topsy Turvy, that motherfucker. I was... And he was just so out of touch with women. How could he be shocked that Christina and Kaylin were upset about his back-to-back hookups, even knowing it was casual? Seriously? Yikes. Thank you, Ariane. Okay, thanks to everyone who wrote in on the mailbag. No mailbag question next week, because there is no next week. But there is a Bachelor headline of the week. AB, do you have it? No. Come on, so much stuff happened this week, I gotta tell ya. <laughs> you didn't have anything on Mike and Demi Lovato going on a date? You didn't see that, AB? I did see that. I didn't see... In, hold up, hold up. Restart. So you read a headline about that, and then just didn't say, that'll be a good headline. Did they actually go on a date? Now it seems like they're not. Spotted on a date. Demi Lovato spotted on a date with Bachelorette star Mike Johnson. She couldn't stop laughing. Demi reportedly enjoyed flat bottled water, chopped salad, and some soup. Why don't you do this one? All right, start the whole thing over. Do you want to pretend like... Yeah, go ahead. And go. 
That's our headline of the week. Here it comes from AB. Big news, Rim. Breaking news. Ooh, okay. I'm going to keep in the first part. Go ahead. (laughs) (laughs) Demi Lovato spotted on date with Bachelorette star Mike Johnson. Oh, what did she eat? Do you know what she she ate? She couldn't stop laughing, Rim. God, it's always funny. You know that a good relationship starts with being funny, making someone laugh. That's a fact. That's okay. a fact. Well, now, when you look like Mike, you don't need it, necessarily. You don't need the sense of humor. <laughs> these so two that's have just been, a big bonus. These two have been hard eyes, winky eyes, uh, emojis yeah. all over the internet since. Peach emojis, Peach emojis. Yeah, all, so- all sorts of stuff <laughs> going on with the emojis. Between these two on Instagram, It's only, it, we all wondered if this would be a thing. And I was really hoping for it. I'm a Demi Lovato guy. Obviously, I'm a Mike guy. You gave a face that you aren't I mean, a Demi Lovato guy. That's surprising you know, She's not to a me. top 20 diva for me in the current era. Go ahead. <laughs> okay. That's she can't hold things jockstrap. Okay, go ahead. <laughs> she, uh, just a little insider information here, Rim. Yeah, please. They were there for about an hour and a half or two hours, sat by themselves. Whoa. Demi enjoyed flat-bottled water. Did they really need to say flat-bottled water? Yes, because in Los Angeles, is they that just ask a you, Los do you want Angeles still thing? or whatever? Yeah, it's just like, a, do you want still or sparkling? It's like, we're just getting some fucking water too? from the tap, okay? Yeah, of course it is. That's a European people thing. I didn't know that society, was... AB. I didn't know that was a LA thing, too, as well. Does people I'll actually take some, enjoy... something that came through a Brita. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I'm sure there are some fake health benefits. Go ahead. We're going to get killed for this because we're not high society, but go ahead. <laughs> Poor ass Rim and AB don't know shit about unflat <laughs> oh, water. Rim and Rim and newly single Katie from The Bachelor were spotted. Rim had a Coors-like can <laughs> and, and he brought his own Brita. <laughs> okay, go ahead. She could not stop laughing, but and we're not sure if it was sauce. with him or at him. <laughs> he was wearing a cutoff tee. Go ahead. <laughs> <laughs> Debbie reportedly enjoyed flat bottled water, a chopped salad, and some soup. Wouldn't be my order, but sure. Uh, and then, and then go... she ate a meal after that. I mean, that's not yeah, enough that's food. That's not people. enough. That's not enough. The date seemed to go well as Demi couldn't stop laughing. You can do the whole article? Uh, no, I'll read stop the whole article. There. I think you got to credit. You got to credit the the source, AB. I'll stop there. That's this is from Hollywood Life. Oh, Natch. Yeah. Um, okay, that's a great headline. Couple things I want to mention before we begin summer break. Right now, if you haven't been to our T Public store yet, I must inform you that this week there's a big sale, thirty five percent off just about everything. Regular T shirts are just thirteen dollars. So if you want to see some of the designs, some of which are fan made in there, check out the link in our show description. Or on our social media. Who knows? Maybe we'll uh, tweet it out. Uh, AB, a big thing that I've been pushing, big proponent of lately is Podchaser. You have. And go- they they just, what were you going to ask? Were you going to joke about it? Yeah, I was going to tell gonna a, I was going to joke, but I, I don't want to ruin it. You feel any. bad now? Yeah, I, knew, I feel bad. I could tell the tone was going to be bad. And yeah, it was going to be bad. Never Keep mind. Keep it to yourself. Keep going. Okay? There's, uh, they did, they, beta mode. They have a feed function now, which is gonna be great it's you know like a social feed like your facebook or your twitter your instagram so you can see what other people are doing all that good stuff that's fun so it's it's i think it's gonna get bigger our our hold on the number two spot in the galaxy is 
shaky because okay. of that, because it's getting bigger. So maybe if people have some time, visit that link and give us a rating as well. And as always, of course, we're on social media at Rosecast Podcast across the board. Um, AB, the Bradfords have another baby on the way. Yes. Is it true or false? That's a fact. Due in about a month. October 15th. This is perfect time for a break. Yep. So AB's going on paternity leave. We're going to take a break. Get ready they, for the next they season. Offer, at Rosecast, they offer a really nice paternity leave. Really nice. The boss is generous. Uh, lots of stuff to do. So you won't hear from us for a while. Unless you, has a- unless you have access to Chris Harrison and can convince him to come on the show. Other than that, we're going to take a little break. Uh, we would like to have a big Instagram story for the last week before Christmas break. Kind of like a little, you know, when you do something fun at school before the summer, you have a party, yeah. pizza party. So tag us in the Instagram story. At Rosecast Podcast. And if you listen on Spotify, share the episode to your story. Spotify is gaining steam, AB. If you want to get into the nuts and bolts of the biz, Spotify is going like this. Apple Podcasts is going like this, okay? Do you have anything you want to say to the listeners? No. Yes, I do. No. Have some. <laughs> no. <laughs> yes, I do. Look. No. I don't know why I said no. I just want to thank everyone for listening and your kind words throughout the year. I always oh. give a really heartfelt and I mean yeah, it. Rem, I always mean it at the end of every year. I give a heartfelt <laughs> thank you. And I, nothing's changed this year. I want to really thank everyone that listens and everyone that texts us and tweets at us and oh, yeah. uh, follows our, our social media stuff. And it, it makes it, it makes it so much better. And it's, it makes, makes it fun to do. It's, it's a blast doing these podcasts and it's because of these people, Rim. I would go so far as to say that's your best speech. In any, my, any the last form? line there, the last yeah, line really there oh, is going to bring some tears to eyes, okay? Did to me. Talk to you later. Mom deserves better than a drugstore card. This Mother's Day, surprise her with a truly special personalized card from Moonpig. Add your favorite photos, a heartfelt message, and we'll even mail it for you the same day, all for just $5. From mom to grandma, we have something to celebrate every mom in your life. Every mom deserves a Moonpig card. Get 50% off your first card at Moonpig.com. Moonpig.com Here's a cool fact. A crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Another cool fact, you can get short-term health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans are designed for people who are between jobs, coming off their parents' plan, or turning a side hustle into a full-time gig. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. Get more cool facts about United Healthcare short-term plans at uh1.com.